Hello world, you are now listening to the Gemini Me Podcast. I am your host, the Shive Geek, and this is episode 64, and it's called Wish You Were Here. You did. So, without further ado, I want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for giving me your ears. Thank you for giving me your time. Thank you for pressing play. Thank you for clicking on that link. You could have been doing anything else in the world, but you decided to give me a chance, and for that, I am forever grateful. My motto is, if you catch me, if I don't catch you within the first three minutes, man, a woman, uh, you know, whoever, go ahead and do your thing. I just ask that you give me at least three minutes of your time before you decide to go on and do something else. But even if you listen to this point, and you good, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate it, and I'm forever grateful. Thank you. Now, this week, I got to start this off with internet rumors. You know what I'm saying? Internet rumors. This is what we're going to talk about. Yesterday, a report came out that ASAP Rocky cheated on Rihanna and that they have officially split. If you know me, if you listen to this podcast, then you know I don't really do... Celebrity news or celebrity drama or celebrity I don't I don't really give a fuck, honestly. But y'all gonna peep why I take this shit, you dig? <clears throat> I am of the belief that I stay out of people's business because whatever you have going on with that person is whatever you have going on with that person. I'm not a celebrity. And I don't know if I could take the idea of celebrity, meaning like putting me on a pedestal and putting me under a microscope, under a light, and like examining my every move and critiquing it and dissecting it and pulling it apart and having people comment and comment and comment and comment like like I'm not just some regular as human being. Um, first of all, the report came out of nowhere. I just seen it trending on Twitter and then I looked at the original report and it was like just some fucking account with like a blog or some shit with just 10,000 posts and people just ran with it and it didn't even have any source. And I, you know, seeing a bunch of people on Twitter talking about it and my thing is like, how do y'all even have a whole discussion about something without knowing where the original source comes from. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're writing a paper in high school or college, then you're going to have to cite that source like a couple times. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how could you go off and write whole think pieces without even knowing if it's true or where the source comes from? That don't even make sense to a nigga like me. You dig? But another thing is, we don't know these people. And celebrity culture is very weird. I think it's very weird to like admire a person so much or look at a person so much that you actually have an opinion about what they do in their personal life as far as like romantic and dating and children and kids. Like, I always thought it was weird when the Drake thing happened that people were felt some kind of way that he didn't want to talk about his son, that he didn't want to tell the world about his child. It's like, he gives us, you know, a lot of him in the music. Like, why do you think we deserve to know about this man's child or to know this man's child? Y'all don't think that's weird? And I know anybody listening to this podcast is probably like of a kin mind to me. Um, But still, it's like, you know, just in general, like, you don't think that is weird to, like, want to know about a person's 
whereabouts and who they're sleeping with is it's just it's not your it's not your business you know what i'm saying like it's just not i have no desire to know who rihanna is sleeping with or who rihanna is fucking without a condom or who she's having a baby with like if they decide to you know display that publicly then you know that's on them and congrats to them but for you to be mad about what's going on in their relationship or for you to feel some kind of way or for you to give judgment or have an opinion on it is kind of weird because it's like look at like look at the things you've been through in your relationships even in the past five years like look at you know some of the mistakes you made some of the mistakes you might have not made like you know what a person has done to you what you've done to them like if you was a celebrity could you deal with that you know, like, honestly, ask yourself that. Like, could you deal with being under a microscope of somebody critiquing your every single move while you're in love with a person? I don't, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I take love. Um, I, I guess when it comes to love, my brain works differently in how I love. So it's just, it's just weird to me. Like a lot of people, you know, had a lot of think pieces in had a lot of things to say and it's like but why because what does it really matter what does it do for you is always absolutely stupid and la da 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 it's like but is he we don't know that first of all we don't know that the man cheated and if the man did cheat we don't know what kind of person rihanna is like why do y'all putting this person on a pedestal as if she is the best thing and like we don't know that you know what i'm saying and all we do know is that she's very heavily pregnant and it's like i hope that the chattering and the 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 whatever you want to call it doesn't affect the health of the child you know that's that's my thinking like i don't want her to be so overwhelmed with what's going on that she loses her baby because that would suck for both of them and it's like it's not like you know you can't come back from cheating with some people like maybe they got to work that out but i just wanted to start off with that because that was a very very uh, it was very awkward for me to read that, and it's like, I guess it was like giving me secondhand embarrassment looking at how, how some people just are, we are just invested too much in celebrity lives and celebrity culture, and I feel like social media can poison mine a little bit, you know, I think that every once in a while, we need to like, you need to delete Facebook, delete Instagram, delete Twitter, delete Snapchat, delete all these things, like just live your life like live your life without social media just put that shit down like that shit is really it's toxic you get so caught up and and posting about what you got going on on social media it's like sometimes i feel like we we forget to live like you know sometimes we forget to live our actual life and that's just that's never the case you know what I'm saying? That's never the case. But I want to go ahead and switch topics. So I've been thinking a lot. And I think that when you get cheated on, to keep it on cheating, it definitely like changes your perspective on things. It definitely changes your outlook. It changes the way you view relationships. It changes the way you trust people. Um, it makes you not trust people, actually. You know, like... It makes it to where a lot of things that, you know, you might have let slide in the past, you won't let slide. And I've been doing some self-reflecting. And now I had a conversation with myself and I think that and I thought I was ready for a relationship. 
And don't get me wrong, I do feel like I have a lot to offer a woman, but I'm not over the hurt and the pain and the broken trust and the broken heartedness, if that's even a word, that came from getting cheated on um, throughout that eight, you know, seven, eight, nine year relationship. I thought I was good. You know, I, I really thought I was good. I thought I had moved past it. Uh, even in those months where I wasn't talking to nobody, and then I started talking to people, and I started doing my thing. Um, and I just want to say that because I always, like, I want to use this podcast as a vessel to, like, have others learn lessons through me. You know, you can live through me vicariously and not make the same mistakes I made. And the mistake I made was like meeting a great woman and thinking that I was ready to receive the love that she had for me. And I wasn't. I wasn't at all. I thought I was. And for the most part, I was. But then when things got dark, when times got hard, I reacted as if she had been cheating on me for 10 years when she did something that. I didn't like it when she said something that I didn't like. And it's crazy now to look back and realize that her making a comment that was similar to a joke my ex used to make um, is the reason for our downfall because I fucking, I clicked out. And if you dissect that, it's purely based off this person cheated on me for so many years and she did this. And it's like, I can't let that shit slide. You're not going to do that shit to me, too. It's like a defense mechanism. But the person that I'm lashing out at didn't cheat, you know? So that's how, you understand how backwards that shit sound? To, like, go off on a person because you got years of pent-up aggression and years of, um, you know, you're not going to do this to me. And I, and, I, and I put that on somebody new, you know? That's my fault. That's my mistake for thinking I was ready. And also, when it comes to like that X of eight, nine years, I think something else that bothers me that I didn't realize until I like started self-reflecting is that you look for closure from a person that you're never going to get closure from, right? You look at the situation, and when you really dissect the situation and you really break the shit down, I was in a relationship for a very long time, right? And I had no plans on not being in that relationship. I feel like for me, I can't speak for her, but for me, it was like, all right, you know, we've been together this time and we've been through this much and we've survived this much. And, you know, the next step is, okay, she graduates and then I can start school and then we move in together and then... Um, we, we we move to a different state and move in together and, you know, such and such and then certain, certain things take place. But then when the conversations start happening and it turns into, well, I don't want to, I don't want to move in with you and I don't, I don't know if I want, I don't want to be married. On top of you saying, you know, you didn't want to have kids, it's kind of like, then what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't know you want, if you don't want to be married and you're saying you don't want to, you don't want to take these next steps, then what are we doing? Because I've already placed a certain amount of time and energy into this situation 
that I can't get back. And I say that to say that I never process that hurt. I never process those feelings. I never process like what that did to me. And that hurt. I think this is like maybe my first time saying that shit publicly or saying that shit out loud to a person that wasn't my best friend. But that shit hurt. You know, being with a person for that long, you're not you're not you're not expecting to break up. That's not a thing in your head, right? I feel like once you get to like year eight, then you're you're kinda of thinking like, Oh yeah, we're doing this shit for the long haul. But to look over and see that a person is not there with you is like crazy. And then another thing that hurts is that you cheated on me our entire relationship. And I kept forgiving you. I kept forgiving you. So when things get to a point where it's like. Now you are mentally checking out. Now you are feeling like, okay, this isn't what you want to do. Then that leaves a person like me to be stuck there. Like, wait, but I forgave you for this, this and that discretion. Like, why cannot? Why can't we move on? And. All that has to be healed before I can properly love somebody. Well, I can properly love, but I can't make sense of the pain and the damage, you know, because it's only like when shit gets bad or shit gets rough that I turn into the person where it's like, well, now nah, you're not finna do this to me. You're not finna play me. But as a man, I am man enough to admit I'm still hurt by that shit. Like, not hurt enough to want to reach out and say, hey, let's have a conversation for some closure because that that would never make sense. That you, You'll never get closure from a person that don't care, you know? But I do have to say and admit publicly that I hurt a good woman because I brought the baggage from a relationship where I was hurt and... I say that I've said that before and like I, I always say I, if I could take it back I would you know what I'm saying because she didn't deserve that she was like um the best thing that ever happened to me like the greatest love I've ever known and she always have a place in my heart like she know I love her and it's life without her is like why you know what I'm saying this shit don't even make no sense but again I just want to use myself as a vessel to like let people know hey we have to fix ourselves like we have to correct our wrongs and we have to look deep within ourselves to understand like how we love why we love the way we do and what triggers us and I feel like I thought I was over the shit, but a little fucking joke, a little joke that I didn't like turned into me trying to fight an imaginary person, get into a house or get into an apartment that nobody was there. A little bitty joke turned into me clicking out. A little bitty joke could have cost me my life. A little bitty joke could have cost me my freedom. A little bit of joke could have ruined everything that I worked for in the past two years. It could have, everything could have came crumbling. Oh shit, everything kind of did come crumbling down. You know, so 
I'm not one of them niggas that's like, fuck these hoes and fuck love and all that. I'm very optimistic. Um, I feel like love isn't in the cards for me. I think I met my soulmate and I fucked it up with my soulmate. And I can live with knowing that, okay, they're my, my soulmate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I fucked it up. But I got to experience that. And I feel like everybody can't say that they got to experience true love. You know, so even if I'm never able to love again or if I'm ever if or or if I'm never able to give love again or receive love again, I still know that, hey, I experienced it. You know, I I definitely got to experience true love. So for that, I am forever grateful for that. I shall be forever grateful. Um, And it's just funny how funny how life works because it's like you know I, I, I me and Jordan break up and then I met SNL and SNL gave me hope you know what I'm saying like SNL gave me like legit hope like hey there are good women out here still there are women that can you know treat you right but um, SNL has a family so that SNL shit can only go so far and then two, three years later, no, uh, two nine nineteen, yeah, like two years later, I meet Karen, and hey man, the, the the greatest love I've ever known, the sweetest love I've ever known, the most. I can't say enough good things about her, you know, but as a man, like I said, I had to come on this podcast and say that we as men have to know. When we meet a good woman, you have to know how to distinguish a good woman from a not so good woman. And like I was saying a few podcasts ago, like everybody doesn't deserve the best version of you. But at the same time, you can't treat everybody the same because. If I was bitter and just, you know, shut down, then I would have never got to experience Corinne, you know, and that shit was like. The greatest thing ever to me. And I also feel like some of my niggas be on some shit like, man, fuck these hoes and la da 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 and the bitch ain't good for nothing but fucking. And it's like, nah, first of all, that shit sound kind of gay, dog. I ain't gonna lie. And ain't nothing wrong with being gay, but it's like, you can't, I don't think it's healthy for niggas to hate women besides having sex with them. I feel like that's wrong morally. And it shit sound gay, just honestly. And then it's like, uh, I was having a conversation with one of my niggas, and he was like, man, you got to get you a young bitch. You got to get you a young bitch, man, because them hoes are, them hoes are, t- them hoes are do whatever you say, and you can mold them. And it's like, you know, no disrespect to nobody else, but I don't, first of all, I don't want a young woman. There's nothing a young woman can do for me. Um, second of all, I don't want to have to mold anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want you to be what I want you to be. I want you to be yourself, and I want to love who you are. You know what I'm saying? And I want you to love who I am. And mentally, um, we have to be on the same level. So, like, a young chick will never, that'll never, you know, work for me besides, like, some fun type shit. But, um, yeah, like, some niggas is really hurt, man. Like, women, y'all really be hurting us. Y'all got niggas hating y'all. Y'all got niggas hating y'all and wanting to, you know, date other races and date younger women and just say fucking and run through bitches. And I say bitches, I say bitches because that nigga say bitches, but like, I'm gonna leave y'all with this. 
I remember like when I first got back to New Orleans in uh, 2019, I was having a conversation with my partner and I was like, um, you know, it came up like, you know, have you ever dealt with a woman that had somebody else? And he was like, fuck no, man, I never do that shit. La, da, da, da. And it's like two years later, he's so scarred. He's so, you know, hurt. That nigga is openly, you know, man, I don't give a fuck if that hoe got old, man. And it's like, that's a, a journey that a person takes through the course of being hurt. Now, hopefully that should, you know, course correct itself. But, you know, hurt people hurt people. And he's hurt. Now... My type of hurt, you know, was along the same lines. Because when I got out that that eight-year relationship, it was like, well, shit, I'm not finna spend no nigga. Because the nigga didn't spend me. Nigga ain't look at my old lady and be like, well, shit, I'm not gonna fuck her because he's so in love with her. You know, she was fucking who she was fucking and, you know, doing her thing. So it's like, you know, hurt people hurt people, man. Hurt people really be hurting people, and it's like you know I I want better for us all. You know what I'm saying I want better for us all, but that's all I wanted to talk about this week, man. I just had to get that shit off my chest because I am big on honesty. I'm big on transparency. I'm big on um, letting people know what's going on in my mind and letting people know where I'm at mentally. And I'm just over here trying to heal. I'm just over here trying to heal and still beating myself up for making a fucking very, very bad decision that cost me a lot. Basically cost me everything. But yeah, man, this was a Gemini ME podcast. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned something. I hope, you know, it was thought provoking. I hope it made you think, you know, deeper than whatever you was thinking about before. And like I said, this is episode 64. It's called I Wish You Was Here. And I'll see y'all next week. Holla.